This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's 5.38. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila, Lynn and Sharad. It's time for Trending Today, where a conversation about how many hours you actually have in between work and sleep. I am quite keen to talk about this, but also already a little bit sad about it, because (laughs) I think what it's going to reveal is nothing good. So uh, essentially, Tati Hassan um, has been asking her followers on X how many hours they have to themselves after getting home from work, saying, so after you get home, including commuting and so on, how many hours do you have for yourself before you fall asleep and begin the next day? On average, I think I have around two to four hours only before sleep. Yeah, so that's quite extraordinary in terms of how, well, extraordinarily little that might be. Yeah, I was wondering whether you meant, is that a lot? Lot? Is that little? No, I mean, so, and I can't imagine people who have commitments to other people like family, Mm. like, you know, a, a spouse or children. And the question is, how much time do you need for yourself in order to restore yourself, to to feel rested, to feel that you've given something to yourself as opposed to giving to your children, your spouse, uh, your boss, and, you know, and, and, you know, the public at large. So this tweet actually doesn't even encompass the fact that, and and I'm obviously talking about this personally, um, getting home is hardly the benchmark for stopping working now, right? Because I get home, I continue replying emails or um, WhatsApps, I prep for the next day. Um, So often, actually, I might get home at a particular time, um, but then another hour or two goes by with me doing work. So again, actually, if the real question is, how much time do you have for yourself? I reckon I might find it's less than four hours and maybe a lot of other people might as well. I have four hours, but that's because I don't sleep. Same. So um, I... I Is this the revenge, stay awake thing? Yes. Um, I I do that. I... And the mics are on, my headphones are on purposely so I can talk about this. <laughs> the notion of revenge procrastination. And that's the term, I believe. Shirad, do you know the term? No, I don't. Oh, it's it's this thing that emerged a little while ago where people pointed out that uh, despite the fact that they're exhausted after a day of work, that they stay up well past the time where they want to sleep or should sleep just in order to preserve that sense of having time to oneself. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. And then so I essentially, read this, it was so familiar. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I do this. Now I have a name for it. But what do you do with that time? Is it that you're catching up on television Just series? Just for yourself, yeah. Watch TV, read. I, mm. I do hobby things. Yeah. So I find that, I, and I know this about friends who do spend a lot of time, you know, consuming television series and all that, and they are sleep deprived. And I, I worry for them because, <laughs> you know, sleep deprivation is a source of so many problems for us, uh, you know, including ill health, uh, you know, NCDs and whatever. So, I, but I, I, it's very hard to argue against this because people feel that they need it. They need it to feel, you know, human. Well, if we look at the tweets, actually, that is absolutely a threat that's coming across. So um, Aliyah actually is making the point you did, Sharad, people with family and kids and so on. So Aliyah is saying, just a few moments before falling asleep, 7am out, 7pm back, take care of the children, feed them, play with them, bathe them, put them to sleep, cook, eat, clean the kitchen and house, unpack children's bags, wash milk bottles, pack everything. Before I know it's 1am, I have to go to bed. A few seconds before going to bed is the only time I have for myself. Just hearing that is exhausting. And um, I think the the thing that most parents say is that 
it is that period that, that, you know, parenting is like peaks and valleys and that it goes through these times where you do only have these few seconds to yourself, but that hopefully it passes. But I mean, just listening to that is is really a lot. Um, meanwhile, we also have um, Noel who says, adulting sucks, which is why I don't do these calculations because it will induce, uh, induce an existential crisis. I just rest when it's time. I be a corporate slave when it's time. I'm just going through the motions um, and it's tiring either way, so might as well not add to that. Gosh. Is there any way of reframing the kinds of things that we do <laughs> after work, including, you know, that that very impressive list uh, from Alia uh, about what she does to do when she gets home so that it does become meaningful? Because is it that we're forcing ourselves to think about uh, our time in opposition to all these other things? I think... I would guess it's not that the things are not meaningful. It's just that they're not things for yourself. They are things that need to be done because otherwise your life and your family's life will not function without them. So by de facto, it's not that they're not meaningful, but they're also work, they're labour. And it means that it's not leisure. I mean, this is something that you hear from parents about weekends. Yes. And about holidays, that they're not necessarily for you really that restful. Um, you hear parents say that they look forward to Mondays more so than they do the weekends because the weekends are exhausting. So I think it's not so much to do with meaning. I was interested in the question of work because people always talk about work-life balance as if, um, and, and this comes from the usual nine to five, right? The notion that at nine you begin work, at five you stop work and that's what work-life balance is supposed to be. Whereas I, maybe because of the nature of this job that we do, have been finding that it's got more to do with um, letting them coexist side by side and not being too bothered by that and trying to ensure that I don't work more than I live but but not necessarily trying to segment it off in like after eight, I will not do mm. anything anymore. So the point you're making about work-life balance, North on Twitter is saying, 12 hours are already spent for work and commuting. Usually, I'm forced to sacrifice my sleeping hours. Getting just five hours of sleep, punjadila. So the rest of the time, I save for myself to eat, shower, rest, enjoy, enjoy, etc. Yeah, well, you know, this is really problematic when, you know, and I've already mentioned this, this sacrificing sleep because it's so... Important, and I say there's somebody who, at one point in my life, was chronically sleep deprived. Uh, but I, uh, so what is the solution then? I mean, should we just say to ourselves that um, you know prioritize sleep over the things that we find pleasurable? So I think like like I mean I don't know these people, but I would assume someone like an Alia um, is choosing to forego personal time because she needs the sleep to do the things she does during the day. But I start feeling very claustrophobic if I find that I'm getting all the sleep I want, but I'm not doing anything that gives me joy or pleasure. Yeah. So I, like I said, I don't love foregoing sleep. I do love sleep. But, you know, I think in making the choice, I do choose revenge procrastination most days. <laughs> um, the, the trick then is to not let revenge procrastination lapse into doom scrolling. That is when mm. the day is lost. That is when you're losing sleep for no good reason. Like for the Instagram <laughs> the Instagram, the Instagram, the Instagram, yes, consumed so much of my life. I, I worry about myself more than I worry about <laughs> others, to be honest. But okay, so there's this thing, right, for us, uh, for myself, who's non reproductive. I mean, uh, there are a lot of things that people uh, list as chores that I actually find quite enjoyable. Cooking, for instance, after I come home, I find actually very relaxing because I'm not cooking for anybody but myself. Uh, I think that's that's a 
big difference. And loading the washing machine and then getting to the spin dry. Wow, <laughs> that is also really one of the f- few sources of joy I have in my life. Okay, it's not that miserable, but okay. Whatever. It's not few, okay? It, I'm not going to let you play the Grinch on air just for fun. <laughs> so, um, if you're like Sharad and you love chores and that's what you spend your free time doing and the, and the Instagram, Instagram, let us know. But actually, we're talking about how much free time you have after you get home from work to yourself. Do you have free time between work and sleep? What do you do with it? Let us know. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Beautiful, festive moments. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It's 5.48. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila, Lynn and Sharad. We've been asking you, do you have any free time between work and sleep? What do you do with it? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We do have a caller on the line. Good evening, Raymond. What are your thoughts? Good evening. Hi, thanks for having me on the call. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Um, yeah, we're talking about the free time, you know, after work, right? So, well... Um, all the six days uh, in a week, actually, if I'm around, I mean, I, I do travel a lot for work, but whenever I'm around in Malaysia, I will just like do sports for six times a week. So literally after work, it's all sports, basically. So the only day that I have free for myself is Tuesday, which is today. I'm just going home after work, spend time with my dog and uh, take him out for a walk. And, you know, yep, all day, all day I'll just be with him. Uh, Raymond, when you say sports, do you mean the gym? No, I do badminton and football. I'm curious about whether you think of sports or working out as leisure or something you have to do, because that's something I struggle with. Um, I have to do. I have to sweat and I do like, you know, uh, I would say uh, a little bit competitive football and also badminton. I do go for tournaments and uh, also like you know football like it's more of a seven aside tournaments that i uh, go for nowadays thank you raymond um actually that i mean the whole notion of i have something on this day this day this day and then i usually have this day free is something that for me at least often proves to be frustrating but also so familiar oh i was just thinking about how raymond i'm i'm filled with envy with your <laughs> your your tuesday your dog tuesdays it's lovely um i love those kinds of days where either unexpectedly or usually i have like a freer day to look forward to those i value so so much i, I think what i found what i meant when frustrating though is actually when i look at my planner and i realize that the only day i have a free evening for is this particular day in a week i tend to get a little bit down about the week you know but what's interesting about raymond is that he's filling the other days of the week with an activity that a lot of us would think takes effort right so when you think about pleasure and then gymming and and all going, to, uh, you know, for sporting activities is actually effort. So it's this weird way. You're tired after work, but you go and spend more energy doing something that is both pleasurable but takes effort. And I think th- and that's why I'm very envious of Raymond because I can never do that. My brain always says to me, you're tired, go home and rest. You've used so much <laughs> calories thinking. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Indeed. Well, not enough, clearly. 
So we have a number of thoughts coming in. Um, well, let- actually, um, the gym thing is being echoed by Irfan because Irfan says, I spend one to two hours at the gym two to three times weekly. That's indeed for myself, me. No one can catch out. I take the gym as a spa, so that's relaxing. The rest of the times are for work, my part-time job, wife, baby, nothing else. See, that's really nice. Again, I'm very envious, like Sherrod, of people who take pleasure in the notion of exercise uh, because I'm a little bit lazy um, and often for me it's something I need to work in as a must do have to do not so much uh, oh I'm excited to go to the gym or to work out I wouldn't say you're lazy. So I, I think because that's the kind of self-recrimination that doesn't get us anywhere. Thank you, I, I think it's really about it's about uh, recognizing uh, what um, what exercise does for us and the need for to be to move. And then finally reaching some sort of a tipping point where it does we go beyond the pain and we, it becomes, in fact, pleasurable. Um, Irfan is back to say that the gym is a good place for doom scrolling, which <laughs> is just so unfortunate. So actually, this was something that I was curious about because uh, exercise is very important to me, um, more so for my mental health and physical health. I think it makes a big difference. But I, I'm i very curious about how other people manage their phones during their workouts. So I think one great thing about going for a dedicated class is that you have no choice but to put your phone aside. You can't look at it. You know, that's just how it is and it's done. Um, but if, on the other hand, you're doing, you know, machines or if you're doing, if you're working out at home and your phone is still in the same room, then yalla, this is what happens. The doom scrolling happens. And then I, I don't know, that blend is not good for me. I've learned to take it and put it in the locker, though um, I used to try to listen to podcasts, especially if I was doing a long walk on a on a treadmill, but uh, then the things in my ears kept popping out. So that was, it became very dangerous. Well, on that exercise uh, note, actually, MZ says, as a parent, I totally understand everything that was mentioned. I realised exercise helps to manage reduced sleep. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I agree. I mean, I wish I had more to say, but then I'm just further you know, revealing myself as someone who sleeps like three hours or something and then works out. No, I get it. I, so I, again, it was one of those things that I've had people tell me, if you, if you find time to build exercise into your day, you'll find that you'll sleep better. You will want to go to bed earlier. But then honestly, part of the revenge procrastination is that you appreciate that time that you suddenly have. I think it has to do with how quiet it is at night as well. I really thrive when it feels like everything else is silent. Yeah, I think the, the advice about exercise and sleep is good if you don't are not determined to power through your exhaustion, you know, which is what I think a lot of people do. They power through it and so your body just sort of wakes up and you continue doing whatever it is you find pleasurable. TIDJ says, I shared this today with some colleagues and I think it's somewhat related. Uh, So, okay, there are two images. Um, One, I'm just going to read the simpler one, which is medieval peasants worked only about 150 days in a year. The church believed it was important to keep them happy with frequent mandatory holidays. You have fewer holidays than a medieval peasant is one (laughs) image, you know, just driving the point home. Anyway, TIDJ goes on to say, I do feel we merely exist now. Time after work is minimal and I fall into a routine of gym, eat, Netflix, sleep. Weekends are revenge sleeping days. Weekends are revenge sleeping days for me too. I get so happy when I can just sort of sleep in on a weekend and not have to put an alarm. But then sometimes it feels like you've wasted the weekend. 
I never think of sleep as wasted time. That's something I tell myself that because I forego sleep during the week, that at least sleeping in is something I'm doing for myself. Yeah, I, I never guilt trip myself about the sleep. I mean, sometimes the idea creeps in that I could have done great things, written that great novel, finished that short story that I'd started, <laughs> you know, 300 years ago. But no, sleep trumps everything because... I think my mind and body needs it. I Well, I've convinced myself of it anyway. Well, I'd like to go back to the point that TIDJ is making about merely existing because I mm. think that, that um, earlier, Sharad, you said, are these things that we need, despite foregoing sleep, right? Um, but whatever it is you do to feel like you, is that what you need to feel human? And I think that that's a big thing. It's why I try to... If I'm missing out on sleep, if I'm revenge whatevering, um, it's usually in service of my hobby because it's something that brings me joy. It's not something that's related to money. It's not something that's related to work. Um, it's not something that I have to think about in in that in these very sort of capitalistic value driven ways. And I find that very helpful. So I I know it's not for everybody, but I get what you mean, TIDJ, about feeling like you merely exist if you don't do these other things. So what is interesting though is that TIDJ also talks about things like watching something as being part of the routine and that and they still feel like they're merely existing. And I think that actually sometimes speaks to what we do with that time can also contribute to you feeling a little bit like you've done nothing. Um, that even if you have free time, all you've done is watch some boring show or, or doom scroll or sit around and kind of look at your phone and it might end up feeling like you didn't act get any time to yourself at all. Yeah, I must say though, I do enjoy work. I do enjoy coming to work. <laughs> you I, talk about this. You've, yeah. you've spoken about it before. Yeah, and I think uh, I think I genuinely enjoy my work. I enjoy working with both of you. Oh. Well, actually, three of you because Alia's in the in the studio too. <laughs> I thought she never says anything. Uh, so uh, yeah, I do. And so maybe for me, the impulse for compensation after work isn't as strong. We also have actually a couple of people talking about working out again. Um, Steve Lian says, I always work out in the morning before work. I think it helps with your metabolism and mood for the entire day. I sleep better and fall asleep faster at night. Steve, I try to do this, but then sometimes <laughs> when I don't, I feel like I've burned my day. So I'm just trying to get out of that mentality of like, if I don't manage this before coming in, is my whole day ruined? Am I unhealthy? Is there a donut? Oh, there's a donut. Like I, I just try to, you know, constrain that, that train of thought. Uh, and Willa uh, says, wow, it's been named, I believe, about revenge procrastination. Goes on to say, this condition of spending three hours me time recklessly foregoing sleep, 100% guilty, playing June's Journey and watching YouTube. I'm going to have to Google June's Journey. I, I love recklessly foregoing sleep. I know. Because it does describe that exact tipping point moment where you rush headlong into the witching hour and you you know before you know it it's too late now. No, it's already also, late. That's what it feels like, you know, that time when you look at the clock and you're like I intended to sleep half an hour ago, but I'm in the middle of doing this thing I love. I will recklessly go ahead. Who cares if in the morning I can't wake up? This will see me through. Well, um, I guess we all have to, um, uh, we do what we need to do, I guess, you know, <laughs> really to get by. I, I suppose that would be the podcast title. Yes. <laughs> For do what show. we need to do. That's what happens after work when you have a bit of time. Keep your thoughts coming. Um, we've been talking about what you do, how much time really you have between work and when you go to bed, what you do with it. You can call us, you can send us a voice note, you can WhatsApp us, you can tweet us. So keep it here, BFM 89.9. 
You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.